Guy is frustrating your relationship. You are wasting time. Get out from that place. Don't, don't just sit down there. You own your resort. Your resort does not own you. Hear this. In the book of John chapter 3, if you read from verse 1, the Bible said of Nicodemus, this guy was wealthy, he was rich, he had all the influence, all the affluence. He was a wealthy man. But one day, he was tired of his situation. He was tired of his status quo. So he went to Jesus at night and said, Jesus, this thing, this thing you are saying is wonderful. I want to know more. He was tired of his point. Knowledge was filled his head, but he saw something different in Jesus. I said, Jesus, what must I do? So he was not quiet with his destiny. He went to Jesus. And Jesus said, wow. Jesus was shocked and said, wow, that's nice. If you read that chapter, one of the longest chapters, Jesus broke it down for him because he was a serious man. He understood that his resort does not own him. He owned his resort. Praise God. Praise God. If you're in church, shout hallelujah. If you're in church, shout amen. In 1 Chronicles and chapter 4, if you read 9 and 10, we saw a man called Jabez. Jabez, the Bible says, he was more honorable than his brothers. He was rich, he was influential, he had all. But he had one limitation. His mother gave birth to him and cursed him. Actually, the mother did not curse him. The mother gave him a name that followed him for the rest of his life. He was a man of sorrow. Is somebody in church? Are you in church? He was a man of sorrow. The Bible recorded in verse 9 that he rose up one day and said, No, I am tired of the status quo. There's got to be more than this. Praise God. And he rose up. The Bible said, And Jabez prayed unto God that my situation must change. That is the highest level of faith. Big faith. He rose up. He was not quiet. People who are quiet, their destiny are lost. You cannot be quiet with your destiny. And he rose up and prayed to God and said, Lord, you must bless me and bless me indeed. And God was happy and said, wow, this is nice. If you read in, in, in verse 10, and God answered his prayer. God heard his prayer. Jabez was not talking in his mind and wondering, oh, it's going to be well. No, he confessed with his mouth and said, no, I am tired of the status quo. There's got to be more. My resort does not own me. I own my resort. And then he used faith and he came out of it. Is somebody in church? Is somebody in church? And then we, read, we saw that the first demonstration of big faith was God himself. Was God himself. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. I wonder why this TV is not working. Kenny, what's going on? In Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1, if you read it down, the Bible says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was void. The whole earth was empty and darkness was around it. And the Bible says, and the spirit of God was roving around about it. Hear this. When God created all that he created, it looks like there was failure. Impossible. Impossible. God cannot fail. When God saw that things were not working, he sent his spirit to him. And the Bible says, and the spirit of God was roving around about it. That was the highest level of faith. When things are not working, I say, I, I don't die. You are using your mouth to call nonsense. You face one tribulation or trial. I say, Kai, it's not working again. Hear what God did. God saw that nothing. He sent his spirit to us. The Bible said the spirit of God was rolling around about it. The biggest level of faith. Amen. And the Bible said, and when God, he began to analyze and say, how can I fail? I that sustain the universe without using rope. How can I fail? Impossible. I cannot fail. Remember that you carry the DNA of God. In the DNA of God, there is progress. You cannot, you cannot be retrogressing. You have to progress. Why? Because you are a child of God. 
You have to learn how to come out from mediocrity by being violent in your spirit. Praise God. And God spoke to us. And Bible recording that after God has analyzed and saw all the nonsense, I said, wow, I cannot fail. I cannot be at this point. God does not, he did not like the result. He's got to change the result. If you don't like your result, change it. And God saw that what he was saying is not what he designed. And God said, I must change the situation. Here the next verse, in verse 3, the Bible says, and God slept. Is that what the Bible says? Open Genesis chapter 1. And God slept. Is, have you read it in your Bible? That God slept. And God relaxed. The Bible says, and God said with his mouth. In other words, God has conceived in his heart, in his mind. I say, how can this feel? Impossible. And when God spoke, what happened? The situation changed. You've got to learn how to change your situation with the words of your mouth. You have to construct your future with it. Praise God. After that point, that was the first point of demonstration of faith in the scripture. So if you carry your father's DNA, what are you doing with it? You cannot be quiet. You cannot be quiet with your destiny. You, you, you must choose to live. If you want to live a life of fulfillment, you must choose to live. And how you live, you're not quiet. You must speak it out. Praise God. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. So, you, if you don't like what you are seeing, if you don't like what you, you have, you've got to change it. You've got to change it. You have to, yeah, your, uncle, one, your, your uncle will promise you that I'm going to do this for you and all of that. And you are holding on to your uncle's word. Your own, for two years, three years, five years, is there. Young man, you continue like that. You've got to get out. Praise God. You've got to come out of that. So from that point, it became the culture of God to operate in faith. And God said, let there be light. Light came forth. And God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, God said. He was saying, he was saying, demonstrating faith. So if God Almighty demonstrate faith by saying, how much more me? Situation is holding you bound. You are not looking. No, sir. No, sir, you've got to shake. I repel it with God's word, not your word. With God's word. Praise God. Faith is our culture. It's a way of life. That is the way of a Christian. Praise God. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 4. Can we open your Bible there? Let me open it here. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 4. Hear what the Bible says. He said, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him. He said, But the just shall live by his faith. So the subject of faith is not only in prosperity and deliverance. It is in quality of your life and it's also in the breath that you breathe. The breath that you breathe. So when the Bible said the just, the just, those who are saved, those who have been called from darkness into light, those who have been discharged and acquitted from sin, those who have been born from above. And also when God born us from above, he gave us a new life. Say old things have passed away, new things. I say all things have become what? Has become new. So God gave us a new life. And so faith became our culture. So quality, our life became quality. So if when you give your life to Christ, your life was somehow, now you give your life to Christ, you have to be better than that. Praise God. And God, the Bible says, He called forth those things that were in as though they were speaking forth. Praise God. So faith is our culture. 
It's a culture. If you read the scripture, it was mentioned more than four times in the scripture. The just shall live by faith. That is, your life must be full of quality. Your life must be full of result. In all that you do, you're a student, you're a worker, you're a business person, your life must be full of result. You must, it must be tangible. You must see it this way. And it should be your breath. It should be your breath. Everything outside faith is faithless. Praise God. Praise God. The just shall live by his faith. Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 38. Hear what the Bible says. The Bible says, Now the just shall live by faith. It's talking about the same set of people. The just. He said, Now. Haven't you seen that there is nothing like the past? If you read your scripture very well, there's nothing like past. I just talked to you about. The Bible says, It says, All things are what? All things are passed away. Say, All things have become what? New. So there's no past for you. Yesterday, what did you call today? You called it what? Present, right? Now you came today. Now what do you call today? Present, which is now. When you enter your future, what will you call it? Will you call your future future or you call your future now? You call it what? Now. So he said, now your breath, the quality of your life, your breath, the quality of your life is now, is on faith, is anchored on faith. On faith. For without faith, the Bible says, it is impossible to please God. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. Without faith. And you can go on and on and on and all that. Praise God. So after, outside faith, you cannot please God. No matter what you did. And you must learn to operate in the highest level of faith. That God has given you. So our, the entire life of every believer is anchored on faith. Is what we breathe. Is what we breathe. Is what we breathe. Is what we breathe. Praise God. So faith is our culture. Tell somebody, faith is my culture. Everything I do is, must be inside of faith. Say to the person, everything I do must be inside of faith. Faith is a spiritual treasure of value. It's a spiritual treasure of value. From scripture, I'm going to read Mark chapter 9 and verse 23. We saw that faith is a master key to receiving our inheritance. Is a master key. Faith. When things were not working, in Genesis chapter 1 that we talked about, God took the master key, which was faith, and he plugged it in. And he said, let there be. And that was the beginning of progress. That was the beginning of abundance. Hear what Jesus said in Mark chapter 9 verse 23. And Jesus said unto him, it is written, if thou can believe, all things are possible that believe it. What does that tell you? It means that faith answered to all problems. If you have problem, the problem is not the problem. The problem is tackling the problem, which is faith. Somebody in church? Is somebody in church? Faith is the answer to all kinds of problems. Hear what the Bible says in Matthew chapter 17 and verse 20. When Jesus' disciples asked him, why can't we cast out the demons in this boy? Jesus told them something very, very significant. He said, because of your unbelief. I think in general we dealt with this. Remember? That you should shrink your what? You shrink your unbelief. And ensure that your faith is expanded. Is expanded. Jesus told them, he said, because of your unbelief, they had done all they needed to do. Yet, they could not. Jesus came and did the same thing. He just spoke a word into the life of the boy. He said, come out. And that demon in that boy came out. Praise God. 
So it was just the answer to, this, to the problem, the solution to that problem was just simple, was just faith, the act of faith. And when Jesus demonstrated that, the solution to that boy came. Is somebody in church? Is somebody in church? Hebrews 11 verse 30. The Bible says, but by faith, the wall of Jericho came down. After the Israelites marched round about the wall. The wall of Jericho. You see, when you read scripture, it's very important that you study. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved as a workman. Who needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. When you see the wall, wall of Jericho, don't think it's this kind of wall. Go and research. The wall of Jericho is a wall that two trailers can pass on it conveniently. So that tells you how thick the wall, the wall of Jericho is. That's number one. Number two, how that wall was designed, they heated, they heated the bricks they used to design, they heated it in fire for days. So that wall became bulletproof, became bombproof, it became misereproof. You see that now? That to tell you how, how thick the wall of Jericho is. But the Bible says faith as a monster seed brought it down by just a shout. Praise God. By just a shout. You saw that in Genesis 1. And God screamed. He screamed. He said, let there be. God did not cry. He was, he was, he was, he was succinct about it. He was specific. He said, let there be. So the Bible says, and they screamed. They screamed by instruction. She just go around about seven times. And after seven times, just scream. And when they screamed, the wall of Jericho came down by faith. Because they just hold on to the word. They believe and they took step. It doesn't matter the situation you are going through. You have to learn to scream to it. When I was in the university, there was a, I studied statistics and mathematics. So from math, I switched to statistics. And all my units, all my courses are four, four unit courses. And there are professors that take them. Some of the professors will not come for a whole semester. They will not even send material. You must write exam. You must write, so you must, what are you reading? But you must write exam. And then this course, real analysis, for those of you who know, real analysis is one of the toughest courses. Read analysis, abstract. I don't know what you are writing. Epsilon and I don't know, less than all those, whatever. Praise God. And this course has kept a lot of people, some people, three years, five years in the university. And here we are, we have to write it in 300 level. And so we wrote the exam. And when it was time to record, to collect our result, people went to the department and collect results. Me, I just came back from, uh, from an outreach with, with uh, uh, Father and the Lord, and I came. And everybody was collecting results. Some people were crying. They were, they were shouting because they know that it's extra year for them. Extra year for them. And I went inside, I collected my results. I saw, a, I saw D. One person had an A. Two people had C. One person had D. That was me. The rest, F. They failed. So that is extra year automatic. And me, I was concerned because the D would, just, would suck your GP. Students know what I'm talking about. D would just, would just suck your GP. Zoop. So if you're in four point, it will strong, it will drop. <laughs> Praise God. Still, I know what I'm talking about. Praise God. It sucked my GP. And I went inside, I took it, I saw the, I shouted in the department. Some people came and was wondering what was going on. I screamed, I said, no, it can't work. I said, well, is somebody dying there? I, I stood up. I was not trying to come. Some people and say, don't worry, it is well. It is well. It is well. But adventure, uh, the, the, our, our, our HOD got to, to hear and he said, what's going on? He said, everybody failed. And he said, no, no, he said, come, come, no, no. What happened? They called the professor. The professor was trying to whatever. And they gave that same paper to another professor to mark. He marked it. No, not even one person failed. Not even one person failed. Read analysis. That is extra year for you. Praise God. Praise God. I got to the department and I screamed. I screamed. No, it can't work. 
I can't get a D. That's why I say you must associate yourself with the right people. The father the Lord I was working with was a first class material. How can I be, how can I be failing? You, it can't work. You say you're a child of God and you're having C, D. No, no, it can't work. I pray this prayer. I say, Lord, I don't want D in my result. I don't want C. D are for dumps and then C are for crumbs. I don't want crumbs. I want the real thing. Give me B, B plus, A plus and all that. And it worked. As a, as, a, as a student, you must learn to speak God's word. You must learn to speak word. Hear what the Bible says in 1 John chapter 2 and verse 20. It said, you have an anointing from God and you know all things. You can't fail. You can't carry the DNA of God and be failing. It can't work. How, how can you? And here you are epicenter, you are a student. Here, the anointing of excellence comes upon you in the name of Jesus. Why? Because your father and the Lord, they are excellent people. They are distinction people. The man of the Lord, the man of God is a distinction man. His wife is also a distinction woman. Do you see that man? And those of us that sister ourselves, we can't, we, can't be, we can't be scoring zero. It can't work. You can't be doing business and you're scoring zero. No, it must work. It must work. We have a song here. It must work. All things must work. It must work. There's not, it's not, it must work. God's word is not motivation. God's word is life. It must work. Don't go at one motivation speaker telling you, no, no, no. No, God's word, it must work. I can't fail. I must pass. You receive a semester and one course is giving you a headache. Lay your hands upon it. In the name of Jesus, I know you. Get out. <laughs> Praise God. Speak life into your situation. Construct your situation. Praise God. So the wall of Jericho came down as thick as it is. It came down. I don't know how thick your problem is. Whether it is soft as serilac or it's top as biscuit or it's as aku or abeba. It's not as strong as wall of Jericho. A shot brought it down. Praise God. Praise God. If you're not in church, I'll ask you to stand up. Amen. Two men were giving prophecies for their life. The first person was told, you are going to be wealthy, you are going to be influential, everything you need, you will get it. All things are ready for you. The second man was told, nothing for you. In fact, your case is closed. Are you with me? Your case is closed. How can man tell you your case is closed? Never. Your case is not closed. Only God is capable of closing your case. Only God is capable of closing your case. So if any situation is, is trying to close your case, tell it, it can't work. It can't work. The big faith that you need to demonstrate is to speak back life into that situation. No, 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 it can't work. This is not me. This is not me. This is not me. Praise God. Here's the story. In 2 Kings chapter 2, let me read the story for you. Or 2 Kings chapter 20. For those of you that know the story, the king, of, the, king of, the king called King Ezekiah. King Ezekiah. In 2 Kings chapter 20. If you are there, open your Bible. 2 Kings chapter 20. We saw the story of King Ezekiah. King Ezekiah, he ascended the throne of his father at 25. And he ruled for 29 years. And so when it was time for him to die, he got sick. And so the, Lord, the angel of the Lord sent the servant Isaiah to him and said, everything you have done is over. He said, pack up all, make sure you tidy your house because you are about to die. And you will not recover. Is somebody there? Are you there? Second Kings chapter 20. Let me pull it out. Praise God. 
In those days, Ezekiah became healed and was at the point of death. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to him and said, This is what the Lord has said. It is the Lord that sent Isaiah. He said, Put your house in order because you are going to die and you will not recover. Only God has the ability to speak into a man and say, You will not recover. Only God. Only God. So God told the, the only man God told that you will not recover. Praise God. You will not recover. And guess what? The Bible recorded in the next verse. And he turned to the wall. And he prayed like never before. He prayed to the Lord. Say, Lord, no, no, no. And guess what? He began to plead his case with his faith. Hear what he said. He said, remember, oh Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully with wholehearted devotion and have done what is good in your eyes. And he wept, he wept bitterly before God. And God heard his prayer and God sent Isaiah back to him. He said, go back. God told him that your, your case is closed. But because of faith, because of big faith, strong faith, he was not quiet with his life. He spoke out and said, no, Lord, you must change this story. And God said, wow, that's nice. He sent Isaiah. He said, before Isaiah left the house, God told him, go back and tell him, I've, I've heard your prayer and I've added 15 more years to you. Because of faith, faith. Praise God. Praise God. So back to my story. These two young men, one was, well, was told he's going to be wealthy. You're going to be influential, influential and all that. The other one was told that your case is closed. And we have saw from scripture, your case cannot be closed. Except if God says so. But if you pray, you can change the situation. By faith, you can change it. Praise God. So the first man that was told that you are going to be influential, influential, he went and realized and said, yeah, I believe in God. Oh, that's nice. My destiny is sure, is sure. This other man went back and said, wow, I was told that my case is closed. I cannot. How can I? He was just, okay, no problem. I don't have a destiny. One day he was sitting and he came across a small book, a small book written, just small. He said, who told you that your case is closed? He saw it and he was sure. And he began to research, he began to research, he began to research. His mindset began to change. He said, no, 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 I cannot, I can't, my case cannot be closed. I cannot be here. I can't, who, who is that person? No, no, no. He began to expose himself and then from one thing to another, he exposed himself to books, to books, and books began to transform his mentality. That other man, you are going to be wealthy, you are going to be influential, he's just chilling. And this guy began to eat, so he began to work, he began to work. The smart thing he was doing, selling pure water, doing this, doing that. He was making it, he was succeeding gradually, gradually. Five years down the lane, the man was waiting for prophecy, he's still there. This young man who was told that you have, your case is closed, he has, he has ascended to the place of glory. Is somebody in church? He has ascended to the place of glory. Among the two who has faith. Among the two who has faith. Who has faith? This guy, because he exposed himself. When he exposed himself to the truth, the truth generated power inside of him. And the truth came from his heart. It came to his mind. His mind, it came to his mouth. In mouth, then he spoke it out. He said, I cannot be said of this. My destiny is glorious. Is somebody in church? Amen. Luke chapter 5 and verse 3 to 8. I'm going to read it here. We saw the story of Peter. Peter toyed all night. All night. Thank you. Make it soft. He toyed all night. Don't forget that Peter went to the school of oceanology. And then he, has a, he had a PhD in fishery. 
Don't forget. He told all night. And when Jesus came, Jesus told him, allow me, just give me some time. And the Bible says, and Jesus preached to the multitude who came and was pressing him, pressing him. Because they wanted to hear the word. They wanted to hear the word. They wanted to change the status quo. And Jesus was preaching to them. Guess what? And as Jesus was preaching, all the fish that was not there, that Peter had told all night, they began to gather. How do I know that? The Bible says, go in therefore and preach the gospel to all creatures. Guess what? All the fishes, they, when they heard that Jesus was in town, they had to gather to listen to God's word. If the fish can gather to listen to God's word, how much more me that have the life of God, this real life of Christ? You cannot be in church. You cannot be in town and not be in church. If you're not in church, you should be in church. So you can hear God's word. Guess what? The, the fishes, they gathered, they needed to hear God's word. Jesus is saying something sweet. And they were gathering, they were gathering, they were gathering, they were gathering. And Jesus spoke. When he finished speaking, he now told Peter, demonstrate the faith you have heard. I would say faith, come by hearing. And hearing God's word. Not hearing your situation. Hearing God's word. The fish has gathered, they forgot that they need to disperse. They forgot. Because they are gathering for someone's blessing. And Jesus told Peter, he said, cast your net on this right hand. Peter said, what are you telling me, sir? I've been here all night. What are you telling me? Jesus kept quiet. was just looking at him. He said, what are, what are, what's all this now? I have PhD in fishery. And I've done all. But when he, looked, when he looked the second time on Jesus and saw that Jesus was just quiet looking at him, the Bible said, okay, no problem. He said, well, okay, no problem. At thy word. At thy word. At thy word. He threw the net. But he caught fish that he has never caught before because of faith in God's word. God is in that situation with you. But because you have not allowed him to step in, you have tried it one time, you failed, second time, you failed, third time, you failed, and say, oh, God, is, God is not real. You are, you, are, you are mocking God in your life. No, God is just looking at you there. No, God is there. God is waiting for you to take the bold step of faith. Praise God. The answer to his breakthrough was just in faith. As simple as that. Faith has the ability to change all your story to glory. As you are seated, forget the crisis. Whatever crisis is in you, forget the crisis. Forge ahead in Christ. Forget the story. Forge ahead in glory. It doesn't matter what they have told you. You will amount to something. Because the Bible has said it. Mark chapter 5 from verse 25. Here's another story of a certain woman. If you are here and a woman tell you, you will not understand. You better keep quiet. If you're a young man, you say, I, I understand. No, sir, you don't understand. This woman had an issue of blood for 12 years. Are you with me, sir? If a young man is pooing, if you poo the first time, you poo the second time, the third time, if you look at the man, what will you notice? The guy has shrinked. Just water, water coming out. This woman suffered the issue of blood for 12 solid years. 12 years. Blood. I know inside blood is life. So imagine what she was suffering. So guys in the house, do you understand what she's passing through? No, sir. Who, ladies in the house, do you understand what she's passing through? Yes, sir. Come on, clap for the ladies. Clap for the ladies. Georgie, you're not clapping. Clap, I say clap for the ladies. Clap for them. I mean clap for them. Well, <laughs> Glory. Glory. This woman suffered 
12 years for blood. Hear what the Bible said in from verse 25. And a certain woman with an issue of blood for 12 years, she suffered many things, many things. She spent all that she had and she became nothing better. In fact, she grew worse. Don't forget that this woman was an outcast. The one Ibo called Osu. She was an outcast. She was neglected. She was rejected. She, she was not given a chance to worship God any longer because she had issue of blood. So she cannot come to the temple to worship God. So she was put in one corner. She was ashamed of herself. She became worse and worse and worse. The doctors lied to her. They cajoled her. They collect all her money. Are you with me? Hear this. You know, when you are reading scripture, you have to read it very well. The Bible recorded that suddenly she just realized that our problem is not the issue of blood. Our problem is the issue of faith. How do I know that? Here the Bible said. And the Bible recorded in verse 28, it said, For she said to herself that if I may just, she said to herself, Jesus was always in town all these years. Why was she not thinking that? She was focusing on the situation. Jesus was there, right there with her, but she was focusing on the situation. So Jesus was not looking. Jesus will not do anything for you. God will not do anything for you if you don't ask God for help. I would say, ask, and it shall be given unto you. God has the abundance. He will give you, but you need to ask. People who are quiet, their destiny are shut down. You have to ask. You ask God for what you want. And you don't give up. When you, come, when you become a child of God, there's nothing like, ah, I, I'm trying it. Let me not give a small tomorrow. I'll come up. No, sir. Whether God do it or he will not do it, you die with God. Someone in church? You die with God. Praise God. So she said to herself, if I may just touch the aim of, a of his garment, that I will be made whole. Doctors was not the situation. The doctor report was not, was not the problem. The problem itself was not the problem. Our problem was just faith. So she realized and she took a, a boasted. And when she landed, she taught Jesus aim. Guess what? Faith generated power from God, from Jesus. Faith removed virtue from Jesus and deposited it into her. As Jesus turned and said, something has come out of me. The disciple told Jesus, said, what are you saying? There are many people around here. Jesus said, no, there's faith, faith. So she had a strategy from the house. She said, I will touch the hem of the garment. And when she got there, that was exactly what she did. Amen. What did she do? She constructed a future with her mouth. If I may just, if I may just, if I may just say, if I may just touch the hip. So she began to say it. So listen, hope is only expectation. It will remain expectation until faith comes in, which brings the manifestation. So she was only hoping, 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 hoping. She said, no, I must move from hope to manifestation. So she took a step of faith. No, no, no. Before that, she said, if, if I just touch this here, then, yeah, no, it must change. And then she took a step. And when she got there, a solution came to her. A solution has always been with her. But because she put Jesus in one corner and said, Jesus, I don't need you. But when she realized that, oh, I need Jesus, when Jesus entered the boat, remember when Peter, remember the story of Peter? When Peter walked on water. When Jesus entered the boat, the boat, the boat disappeared from the middle. Immediately. Praise God. Praise God. You remember the story of the four lepers? Don't call them the four lepers. Call them the four billionaire lepers. They had been there in Second Kings. They had been there wasting, hungry. 
If we go into our camp, we will go hungry. If we stay here, we will die. Let's enter into the camp of the Syrian. Guess what? Don't think that this guy wants to die. They know what they are doing. They wanted to enter the camp of the Syrian. Why? Because they know that the Syrians, they have been, for, for months, they have been in the bush. They know they, they have food. So they know that if they go there, they may pity them. They also know that they, they may die. And so they took a bold step of a simple bold step of faith. If we go forward, that's where the answer is. Not backward. And the Bible said they took a bold, a, a, a bold step. Lepers became billionaires overnight. When they got to the camp of the Syrians, they saw that they had disappeared. Why? God wanted to save the, the Israelites, but he, doesn't, he was thinking, how can he do this? He wanted to showcase his power. He wanted them to, just be, to, to, to live life sweatlessly. So he, was, he told them, he said, watch, see what I'm going to do. And the four lepers were positioned to help God. One thing about faith is that you must share the responsibility with God. God will not help you if you don't take bonus booster. He won't help you. God is there, but you have to take a booster. Praise God. And when they got there, they took gold, silver. They took all that they need to take. And they became billionaires overnight. Why? Because they took faith. A step of faith. That thing you think you cannot do, that is exactly where your glory is. Take a bonus step. Take it. That course you think you cannot pass. No, no, that's, that's, that's where. I never thought I was going to graduate like as a mathematician. That thing I hate so much is what I ended up with. Praise God. Is someone in church? <laughs> Amen. So little trial without God will break you. Little trial without God will break you. Big trials with God will make you great. You saw that? It will make you great. Take a post of faith. Forget about what, what anybody told you. What has God's word said about that situation? Attach a scripture to every picture of your life so that you will future in your future. Praise God. Raise up your right hand. Say, Lord, my life will not remain the same again. In the name of Jesus. Faith is generated inside of me. In the name of Jesus. What is faith? We are closing now. What is faith? I'm going to give you one or two. What is faith? Faith, number one, is putting God's word by exposure. Believing and acting on it and in it. That is faith. I know that is the classic definition of faith in Hebrews chapter 11. Verse 1. Say faith is the assurance of things that you hope for, the evidence of things that are not seen. Faith is, if faith is the foundation, if, if hope is the foundation, faith is the construction. Praise God. Praise God. Exposure to God's word. That is what faith is. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 36 and verse 9. He said, in thy light we see light. So whatever you expose yourself to, get expanded. Whatever you focus on will be expanding. If you are focusing on rubbish, rubbish will be expanding your life. If you are focusing on Big Brother, Big Brother will be expanding. You know all those guys in Big Brother house. If you are focusing on African magic, you know all the whole movie. It will be expanding your life. So focus on God's word. Whatever you focus on will expand. All the guys that have girlfriends, say, raise your hand up. I have a girlfriend, raise your hand up. 
Some of you are doing big man in the house. You have a girlfriend, right? How do you know that you are in love or your girlfriend loves you? When you guys are doing, you're, you're eating dinner, she's on the other side, you are here. Foul, not uh, close. You know what I'm saying? And you are looking. How do you know she loves you? When you, when you look at her in the eyeball, what happens? What do you notice? Guys in the house, you know what I'm saying? For you to know that this girl loves you, when you look at her in the eyeball, watch her eyeball. Her eyeball will get bigger. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when I fell in love with my wife, we went to, 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 for lunch, 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 and I looked at her, eyeball was getting bigger. I said, wow, this is nice. <laughs> Likewise, me too. <laughs> Why did it get bigger? Because I focus on the eyeball. If you don't focus on the eyeball, it will not. But when you focus on the eyeball, the eyeball gets bigger. Whatever you focus on gets bigger. If you focus on God's word, it gets bigger for you. <laughs> Glory be to Jesus. Amen forevermore. So focus, focus, focus. Peter, focus on the wind. It began to sink. When you focus on Jesus, Jesus said, come. If you are Jesus, tell me to come. Jesus said, come. When he took faith, took the boat of, uh, a step of, of faith, he began to move. But when he considered the situation around him, he began to sink. In this month of March, don't consider your situation. Focus. Focus. Only men of focus or focus aim get to their destiny. Have you seen a driver driving? And as he's driving, he's looking back, he's driving. You in the car, will you just be chilling and say, Oh, driver, continue. Continue, sir. You face forward. Praise God. Praise God. Lastly, the Bible said in Matthew chapter 14 and verse 15 through 21, hear what the Bible says. Jesus came to town and was healing and healing and healing people. So Jesus was tired. About 5,000 of men, not women and children alone. And when they go to that point, they, Jesus, the disciple told Jesus, ah, don't send these people away so that we will have enough, we will have food to eat for ourselves. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. He said, ask, what do you have? Jesus asked the disciple, what do they have? They said, we have five fishes and two, uh, uh, what do you call it, five loaves and two fishes. Jesus asked them, what do you have? They told Jesus, we have five loaves and two fishes. Jesus was surprised. You have been with me for these years, and this is your answer? And why do we know that? How can you say, you are standing with Jesus. Jesus just finished healing me, a lot of people, thousands of people, and you are, tell, you are telling him that we have just only five loaves and two fishes. Jesus was surprised. Jesus said, come, sit down. Let me teach you what faith is. Tell the people to sit down. And when they sat down, Jesus took the five loaves and two fishes. The Bible said, when Jesus took it up, he blessed God and thanked God. The Bible said, all those that were hungry, they were fed. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Your situation has enough energy to be fed. Only but with faith. Only but with faith. Faith is putting God's word to action. What has God's word said? It's not what your situation has said. It's not what you have said. What has God's word said? God's word has said this. God's word has said, decree a thing and it shall be established. And my light will shine in your path. Proverbs 22, 22, 28. If God's word has said that, what have you said? You take God's word. That's how you speak in tongues. Tongues are God's word. What God has said. And then it becomes tongue because the language of God is the language of God. Many of you here, you, you, the, Bible said God, the Bible said, open your mouth wide and I will feel it. 
But because you have refused to take the, the bold step of opening your mouth wide to feel it, God has not filled it yet. You have what it takes. You have what it takes to succeed. In this month of March, you don't miss any series. Because you are going to hear fresh things about faith. Praise God. Somebody happy to be in church? Stand up on your feet. Come on, give glory to Jesus. Give glory to God. Celebrate Jesus. I mean with a clap. Celebrate Jesus with a clap. Is that for Jesus? Give Jesus a solid clap. I want you to stretch forth your hands unto God. And say, Father, open my eyes. Not to see the word. But open my eyes to see your word. So that the generated power inside of me comes out. Open your mouth and pray. Father, help me to trust in you. Help me to believe in you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody pray in the spirit now. Pray in the spirit. Shakata pata paradara. Liketolien amanda hazazalira dosh. Rekotosopariya dadaliada. Men telede veredo zizolia kayakada. Somebody generate power, generate power, generate power. My faith comes alive in the name of Jesus. My faith comes alive. Shakata katafata parada. Iperedelina no sahaya. My faith comes alive. Zerondi kalaya pariado. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Bring it up. If you're here, you're a student, can you raise your hand up? I understand that some school are starting exam this, this week. Raise your hand up very well. I want to pray for you. I stand upon the prophetic mantle of the set man of this church, Pastor Tosin and his wife. And I decree the blessing of the house with the spirit of the house. The spirit of excellence in the house. The spirit of grace in the house is released upon you. In the name of Jesus. The Bible says you have a mind that knows the answer. You have the mind that knows the answer as you go to write these exams. Whatever you write is the answer. In the name of Jesus. Go and succeed. Failure is not your portion. In the name of Jesus. As you decree, as you declare concerning that cause you are writing. That cause that's giving you a headache. That's, that, that looks like it's, it's, it's drawing you back. You are, speak to it. The Lord, the Lord surmount you in the name of Jesus. Whatever you want, whatever you want God, you speak to that, speak to it. Tell God about that situation and you will have it. Glory be to Jesus. Go and succeed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Celebrate God again.